The Shorter Catechism begins by declaring that the chief purpose of our lives is to find endless holiness and happiness in God. Hello, this is Pastor James. Join me as I go through the Westminster Shorter Catechism week by week, unpacking what it means for us to be holy and happy. For many of us, nothing inspires nationalism more than witnessing our national athletes compete and win in international sports events. Even though we are not the ones participating in the sport, still, simply seeing our country's flag flown and the name of our nation carried by these top-notch sports practitioners brings a sense of pride to our hearts. Athletes that do well in their respective sports carry their nation's names well. Conversely, were an athlete to be exposed to have cheated, to have uttered inappropriate statements, or to have engaged in unsportsmanlike behavior during the course of their competitions, we would say that the offending individual took his or her country's name in vain. In such cases, we would naturally expect that sanctions and other disciplinary action would be imposed on the one who brought shame to our nation. As we continue in our consideration of the Ten Commandments, our catechism now brings to our attention the Third Commandment. Question 53 of the Catechism asks, Which is the Third Commandment? Answer, The Third Commandment is, You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. Growing up, I have always thought that this commandment was principally concerned with the mindless and condemnatory words that we might utter. We should not speak bad or curse words. More especially, we should not use God's or Jesus' names as expressions of frustration, surprise, or anger. Of course, all of these are true and are covered by the Third Commandment's prohibition against taking the Lord's name in vain. However, on a deeper level, Christians understand that the Third Commandment is not simply about guarding our speech— but also about guarding our manner of life and thinking. To be a Christian is to be an individual to whom the triune God has already given his name. This is realized at our baptisms. Perhaps we don't tend to think too much about the fact that our baptisms are a naming ceremony. There is a reason why the baptismal formula centers around the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. At baptism, God welcomes the baptized person into his family. To this one, God gives his holy name. And from that moment on, this new reality of being a Christian obtains. What this means is that the Christian must at all times, as the Apostle Paul puts it, walk in a manner worthy of the Lord fully pleasing to him, 
bearing fruit in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God. For the Christians, to properly observe the third commandment means to bear the name of Christ worthily, satisfactorily, and fruitfully. It means that not only we, but also our circumstances should evidence the fact that we belong to Christ. Each time that we utter the words of the Lord's Prayer, Hallowed be your name, we are in fact asking that God our Heavenly Father would cause our entire lives, our thoughts, our affections, our deeds, and our speech to be aligned to His name. Just as good national athletes seek to bear the name of their countries well, doing their very best to bring honor and glory to the people they represent, so must we, as Christians, bear the name of Christ well. We must seek in everything that we do to glorify God and to honor His name. This program was brought to you by Pilgrim Community Church, a confessional Presbyterian church that meets in Cubao, Quezon City. For more information, please visit our website at pilgrimcommunity.church.